is Emily. And I'm Gina. And life gets a little bit hectic. And we just want a little bit of coziness in our lives. And what's cozier than a steaming mug of sweetness, a warm blanket, a cute dog, and a Hallmark movie? Welcome to the cabin, everybody. Hey, Emily. Hey, Gina. So you're in your house and I'm in my house. In my cabin and you're in your cabin. Exactly. We're in exactly. our cabins. Yep. And technically we are because we are in your cabin when we work at your house and I'm in my yes. cabin when we work at my house. So it's working. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. So how are you doing? It's been rough. It's been very productive, but it's been rough. Yeah. How about you? Same. I think everybody who is fortunate enough to be stuck in their homes is going through a cleaning frenzy right now. Yes, exactly. We, that's been the thing. Like, as long as I stay productive, I don't get anxious. Yeah. So we took each day this week, we did a different room in the house that has just really needed it. Um, all three of my kids' rooms, because they're probably the most disgusting people I've ever met. <laughs> Yeah. So I say that lovingly, but uh, they, they, their rooms, we just pulled everything out. And my oldest is like, my oldest and my youngest are both very in art. And I did not know as a non-artist that art translated into hoarding. <laughs> everything. We basically found like a, the whole section of Hobby Lobby in my oldest daughter's room. Oh. Like so many yeah so many art supplies have been found that can be used and we've been using them yes very happily so what about you that's awesome what yeah i can attest though being an artist i don't think i'm an all hoarder Mm, what would your wife say about that i would say that my wife is a hoarder oh i don't think i don't think i am actually my wife is a stacker Yes, she is. And I know that, though, because I, too, am a stacker. And if it is not in a stack, then it is might as well be thrown away. Because if as soon as I put it away, dead to me. But I see your stacks are neat and orderly. My wife's stacks are like she'll put something small on the bottom, followed by something medium and then large and then small again. And it's all haphazard. And if you walk by it wrong, it falls over. But does she know where this stuff is? I don't know, and I don't care because I, I fix it. I'm sure she knows. I'm sure she knows so exactly. Have, have you been cleaning as well? Yes, I have. We have been. Well, we decided to turn the playroom into a preschool because having yes, a two-year-old in quarantine is really, really challenging. Uh-huh. Yes, I bet. He has a killer arm. I mean, he's he, developing skills. Yes. He, I think he's going to be a pitcher. Yeah. Um, I have several bruises to prove it. Um, <laughs> we, we got him a new table and chairs and we got new bookcases. And then we downloaded a bunch of stuff from teacher paid teacher for preschoolers. Yeah. And so we made the corner of the cabin here is actually now a little, it's got a chair and table and we're, we decorated it for his first week, which is a space theme. That sounds wonderful. I, have you, listen, your updates that you've been doing with him and the one with Ginger this week was the highlight of my week. Oh. Like, that was hilarious. Thank you. Because that is exactly the kind of fear I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. 
what the people even doing? So I made a little cartoon of Cooper, and when when he was in the hospital down in Florida, that's how he would he since we were in the process of adopting him, we weren't allowed to post pictures. So I made a cartoon character of him, and so I brought him back um, this week because so many people, a lot of my parents' friends had been asking to post it because they like it. So I made yeah. every night Cooper does an update, but the night before last, Cooper was in so much trouble that he could not do an update, so our dog Ginger did the update. <laughs> and Ginger had the most relatable update of all time. She was like, Shh, wait, is that him? Is that him? Shh. Yeah, I know that. I know that. That poor dog puts up with so much stuff. Yeah. All right, so the movie that we are talking about is Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe. Yeah. So, uh... Starring Lacey Chaubert. Right. Honestly, with the Hallmark Marathon being on this weekend, I've seen so much Lacey Chaubert. I'm not saying it's too much, because that would never happen. What I'm saying is... That's not a complaint. That's not a complaint. It's been absolutely wonderful, is what it's been. So we do need to say, though, before we get into that, that we obviously aren't doing a drink. Right. I do have a cup of coffee, and we will not be doing a treat today either. Right. So we're very sorry about that, but we are keeping... So one thing I did want to mention real quick, too, before we get in the movie is, like, we're hoping that everybody's staying at home. (laughs) Uh, We are making as few grocery runs as necessary um we really are respecting like that we're not in a shelter in place here in ohio but um our governor has been very good very proactive about um you know really encouraging everybody to stay home to flatten that curve so hopefully everybody's doing their part we want to show we're doing our part by not you know going out uh for an extra grocery run to get even though i would with everything going on i would have killed for some sweets (laughs) or something right yeah well me too i would i kept thinking about when you texted me the other night and said we needed some blue vine i thought yes we do but definitely our um i think our our governor's doing an incredible job i think that um our head of our our health department dr amy acton she is incredible really is and so, yeah, I think that if you, I mean, I personally think that we're probably all going to end up moving to shelter in place just yeah. because of the spread of it. But I think yeah. if you can just stay where you are, then it's going to be, a, you know, helpful to everyone. And the other thing I wanted to say is a special thank you to all those people that are working on the front lines. Yeah, absolutely. The doctors, the nurses. <laughs> All of them. I mean, they are they are just they're putting their life on the line to help so many people. And I just can't say thank you enough for that. Well, and I want to give a special shout out. So many of my high school students are working at Kroger, keeping the grocery the grocery store stocked. And um, I mean, like our you know, we are teachers. We're doing this remotely. We're going to be started doing this remotely this week. But I've been I'm sure you have, too. I've been in contact with my kids and. The ones who have been working in the grocery store say it's been crazy and everybody make sure you're working on being kind you know those kids are they're not even 18 years old and they are doing the best they can to keep us you know with with food and um you know fully stocked with tp one of one of my boys he um 
he he said, I've got the goods. And he sent a picture of toilet paper that he had strapped in, in his backseat of his car. You know, because he, <laughs> he works at Kroger, so he was able to get a, a four-pack. So um, just make sure everybody's being really, really nice out there. A lot of those are just kids, you yeah. know, who are who's still working so yeah it's true and watch out for our senior citizens too because i mean they're afraid to get out in the first place and yeah they need to get out and get back as quickly as possible so they're not exposed and check on your neighbors we have several people on our street who are elderly and uh the other day when cooper and i went for a walk i kept telling him that we were on a parade so that he could wave Oh, yeah. And if you can reach out to them and uh, see if you can, if you need, if you're going to go grocery shopping, um, you can get some stuff. We've done that for a couple of our neighbors too. Mm-hmm. So, and they, um, cause we want to keep them safe for sure. But yeah. anyway, do you want to give us a synopsis of Pride, Prejudice and Mistletoe 2018? Certainly. Yeah. So Darcy is a career woman who hasn't found love. But her life turns upside down when she returns home to help her mother plan a charity event. Courtesy yeah. of IMDB. I want to give a special shout out. So this was directed by Don McBrearty. Yeah. He also did Double Holiday, which if you've been listening for a while, you know Double Holiday was the winner for our Chris whole Christmas season. So, I mean, like, he's been, he's been putting out some good stuff. And I want to give a special... Um, acknowledgement to this was based on a novel by Melissa De La Cruz and as soon as I saw that name I was like that name looks familiar and the reason I know her is because she has written a ton of books that we carry in our libraries at the school so she's written like all ton of Descendants are you familiar with Descendants yeah 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 she wrote a ton of Descendants series she also wrote a little bit older the Blue Blood series and then one of my favorite series uh the alex and eliza series um about um alexander hamilton and his love um eliza so it's um it's a real so check her out like she does a great job she keeps it fresh and she like it's just it's well written that is pretty entertaining for kids especially if you're looking for things to do right now and you don't always want to do the screen time the uh descendants uh books are pretty popular so cool i did not know that all right. Um, so, Go ahead. And, and, no, just in addition to Lacey Chabert, we have Brendan Penny. Yep. Have you ever seen anything else Brendan Penny has been in? Uh, I, I, uh, it's not the, yes, there's another Christmas movie and I just saw it. Uh, I can't remember. He's been, yeah, I, he's been in a couple of Hallmark movies. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. He, I mean, like he definitely looks familiar to me, but he, when I checked his IMDB, it looks like he's done like more like. Beverly Hills 90210, like the newer ones. Mm-hmm. And um, he doesn't have a ton of stuff recently. He did some stuff with Marvel. Yeah. Like. Um, so I didn't know if I just had missed him on other things that uh, he had done for Hallmark. I guess I had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's talk about um, what do you think about Lacey Chabert's character in this? relatable to me um <laughs> like as you know like a person like did you relate to her at all she's just very much like uh you know very disciplined and she's got she's organized and you know so she comes home um to take a little break from her job uh as a uh investor mm-hmm. what does she do was her she's like an investor for people right. um in the stuff 
stock market and she instead of going on vacation she uh she's like going home to plan this giant party right. <laughs> i'm like yeah that's absolutely how i would spend my vacation time too it's my <laughs> planning a vacation yeah well she um i thought it was kind of a different role for her because she was playing this I mean, she was playing this rich girl, but at the same time, she did have this philanthropic side to her. Um, she did, yeah. But, I mean, she wore her normal black boots. It was... She did. She sure did. Yeah. <laughs> did you see, like, are you a Pride and Prejudice fan? Uh, not really. Oh, uh, see, this made me want, I, like, paid four ninety nine to watch Keira Knightley's Pride and Prejudice after this, because I just, I can't get enough of Pride and Prejudice. So, I, I thought that was... You know, it was a role reversal um, that was different than the sense sensibility snowman because she took on the male role of being like the wealthy, um, you know, uh, person who I don't know how to describe this. In, in the in the book by Jane Austen, it's the man who's got the money and he's he's the one who's right. like up class and stuff like that. And and so there was a role reversal there, which I usually like. Um, so I, you know, I thought that they did a better job of making it a parallel to Jane Austen's than they did in the um, Sense, Sensibility, and Snowman, which kind of bothered me a little bit when I was watching that one. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Just, it does. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, what did, well, we'll get to that part later. I was going to ask you what you thought about their chemistry. Um, oh, okay. But um, I guess it was... You know, they, they have her and she comes home. She, she yeah. She's part of this company. <clears throat> Excuse me. She's a partner. Right. She's, she's a, yeah. She's a partner in the company. She, she wants to bring on other clients than high end ones because, and like when she's talking to the coffee guy in the beginning, she's like, right. you know, definitely, you know, after the holidays, I'll help you get set up. And her partners are adamant about wanting just the big rollers on Wall Street. Right. They don't right. want the everyday kind of guy. Um, and, the, and then, the, I mean, like this one partner, specifically Austin. Yeah. She really is just like. I'm like, I don't know how you went, Lacey Chabert's character. How am I supposed to believe that she went into business with this woman to begin with? Right. Like, she was just so, like, underhanded and cutthroat. And, yeah. You know, like, like I would think that Lacey Chabert, based on what we know about her, she would not have gone into business with somebody like this. No. I mean, this person would have had to have significantly changed. Yeah. Since right. they or Lacey Chabert significantly changed. Because Money changes people, though. Money changes people. It does. Yep. Um... So they end, uh, or she goes home to Ohio, where all good Christmas stories are. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And, um, a Christmas melody. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes home to Ohio, and um, she there's a guy named Carl in her life, and she wants time mm-hmm. from him. But in yeah. the car on the way to the airport, she finds out that her mother is sending Carl to pick her up, so she can't even get a Carl- break. Because Carl also works for her dad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Carl is going to pick her up. um, And so um, she can't even get a break. Meanwhile, the reason that Carl is picking her up is because her mom is is at a restaurant tasting food for the um, fundraiser. And that's where Luke comes in. Luke Ben. Yes. Yeah. 
So Luke Bennett, he uh, had just bought this tavern. Um, what he was really focused on was get making like the best food possible. He hadn't done anything with the restaurant at all yet, um, but he he had been away too, and he had come back and bought this tavern right. um, to open his own restaurant. And he had actually been in Cincinnati. Yep. So yeah, he comes back, and his her mom absolutely falls in love with all the dishes, loves it. Yeah. Um, yep. And so uh, Darcy gets, of course, dropped off at this enormous house, mm-hmm. which and I don't know if you've noticed it or not, but there's part of a scene. This was actually on IMDb, but I, I saw it. They had um, like fake snow on the house and the wind blows part of it up. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I did not notice that. I'll have to go back and watch. Yeah. So I it. <laughs> <laughs> With your teeny weeny DVR. So she gets dropped off at the house. Um, they find we find out that the auction is going to be a Christmas tree auction, and it's from some famous designer. Yeah. So what we didn't mention was that Gloria had had to take over back the what was it called Pembroke. Pemberley, Christmas, yeah, Pemberley. Pemberley Christmas party yeah. because the person who had been doing it dropped out the last minute so they have like seven days nine days to put together basically the equivalent of a wedding right they have the food i mean like the woman basically had done nothing so one of the things that gloria so she was doing the food tasting so that she could find somebody who could be the caterer but she was also they needed big things for their auction because this was all to benefit the pemberley children's it was like center. a chil- it was a children's center. Yeah, children's center. Yeah. Um, so they, I thought that was a really cool idea. Finished trees uh, to to auction off that. I mean, some of them are gorgeous. I bet they're Balsam Hill. Oh, this How was pre wanna... this was pre Balsam Hill. Oh, because you know point. there was not even one single because that that whole scene was just rampant for Balsam Hill. That, yeah, and this is 2018. Maybe they just didn't have the budget for it because they had to. Uh, they, ha- they had to rent that house or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but that should have been Balsam Hill everything. It should have been, yeah. My only thing was, I'm like, who's going to buy these seven days before Christmas? They already have their trees. Right. <laughs> I'm, always I'm always supposed to believe that kind of stuff. I'm like, mm, no. Don't, don't, don't believe that. Yeah. And the other conflict in the story is that her dad wants her to come back and work for him. Right. Yes. And we'll find out why later, why she's so reluctant to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So her best friend is Kaylee. And yes. Kaylee is dating Luke's brother. Jim. Yes. And so yeah. they go to dinner. Kaylee comes running in. They're going to dinner. But she says she wants to tell her to be fair that Luke yeah. is going to be there. And we find out then that Luke and uh, Darcy have a... Um, a history that they had been rivals in right. high school. They were rivals, but like they were on the same debate team and they, yeah, but they, it's almost like they didn't get along even though they were on the same team. I think they just so. always felt the need to one up each other. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that was the issue. But Jim, Kaylee's boyfriend, um, he was actually in a very merry mix up. Oh. Yeah, he okay. was the very merry mix-up guy. Hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so, yeah, they start um, kind of sparring at the restaurant, her and Luke. And I thought it was it was a cute little banter back and forth. It was, yeah, it was. Um, they were obviously flirting with each other at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day, what I think is hilarious is the next, mom has the caterer, and for those two to have such a rivalry, mom doesn't even realize that this is who it is until yeah. he shows up at the house. Yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, I kind of remember something about that. You know, because I thought about that, I was like, would I know my children? And I think I would, but we're such a small school, you know, that I think that I would recognize somebody from my kids, you know, in the well, future. Yeah, but someone who obviously caused her that much grief, yeah. I think she would talk, she would have talked about it at home. Right. And then yeah. mom would have remembered that. So anyways, he shows up. Um, <laughs> and any the two of them end up being in charge of the fundraiser together because mom kind of yeah. shoves them together. So it's right, the season they, of giving and a winter wonderland. Right. Because they're like competing already over theme. Yeah. You know, so she's, uh, yeah, she's like, they both want their way. And the mom's like, fine, just do it together. Yeah. It's like, oof. Mom wants them together. <laughs> and mom wants them together, but like at the same time, it seemed very clear at the beginning of this that mom, mom and dad wanted her back with Carl. So I yeah. feel like that they're quick to abandon that. Honestly, I think mom and dad just wanted her back. Yeah, that's fair. And however they could get it, they were going to take it. Yeah. But uh, so Darcy definitely has plans already. She's already thought this through. She already has ideas. She already knows where things are going. Um, and so, you know, she's not very receptive to anything that Luke is telling her. Yeah. Because she already has this plan. She's pretty rigid. Yeah. That's where I'm like, oof, relatable. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is how I wanted it. This is how it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> so they go go and pick up a donation where they see a store, a store owner who has a beautiful tree. And of course, mm-hmm. she's into interior design. So we know that's going to come up later. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Yep. And then Carl shows up. Yeah. And so that was awkward on the sidewalk. It was super awkward. Yeah. Because he just like stares at her yep. and looks like, uh, what am I missing here? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Yeah. I like Darcy's Luke. like, she's very, I did, I like that she was like, I thought that was realistic that she was like, I'm not willing to tell you about any of this. Right. You know what I mean? It's my personal business. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. She shut him down a couple of times. She really did. Um, so Darcy's secretary called, said there's a partner's meeting and Darcy. Well, listen, yeah, we didn't even talk about how awesome that that assistant is to Darcy. Yeah. She's How's like not guilty? even right. She's yeah. not even thinking that I'm not going to have a job when all this is over with. Right. Cause she really, cause I was like, cause there's a couple times we'll talk about where she really sabotages the other partners on behalf of Darcy. I'm like, you gotta stay there with them. Like you're working with them every day. They're going to come after you. Darcy's out of town. She's in Ohio. I'm like, I was like, that's the kind of loyalty I want. Exactly. Well, yeah. That's the kind of loyalty I need in my life. That's that's exactly. all I want. So um, kudos to that assistant. Right. So she tells she's basically going to FaceTime her in the next day, and then yeah. she they go to Kaylee's party, where uh, Luke and Darcy are talking to each other, and Luke really is trying to get her to open up to him, talk yeah. to him, and she just like shuts him down. Yeah. One of the things though, backing up a little bit, because this is a white elephant gift. 
And like when they try to make a bigger deal about something that's not a big deal, like like they act they act so embarrassed that she like she acts embarrassed that she has to put on this apron, and he acts so embarrassed that he has to wear this hat. And I'm like, those are not big deals. No, you know what I mean. Like I'm like, all right, well, so that part I was like, this is you're pushing, you're reaching here, Hallmark. <laughs> but they also like there's that's when we first have the mistletoe instance. Yes. By the way, was that real mistletoe? Was it white? I think it was, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So, like, he, like, she's, they're trying to, she's trying to leave. He's trying to try and take the trash out. And they kind of, like, stumble into being under this mistletoe together. And so he's, like, goading her, like, trying to, like, get her, like, see who will flinch first. Right. Right away from the, and so he's like, why don't I just give you a kiss now? And she's like, don't, what does she say? Don't even think about it or something like that. And she also challenges him because he doesn't know the origins of the mistletoe. Right. He doesn't know the story behind it. Okay, but I want to talk about the wall that was behind them. Did you see the lights on the wall? No. Okay. So (laughs) there were Christmas lights just strung back and forth across the wall behind them. All I could think of... Was Stranger, was Stranger Things. things. Stranger All I could think things, of. Yeah. I thought like a, a message from Lifetime was going to pop up. Right. Like, like blinking. <laughs> that. I could not. It was weird. It was like the upside down. Because, you know, the other side of Hallmark would be Lifetime. Right. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, let's see. Dar- and then they've been waiting all along for... Uh, Darcy's brother to come so they can put the tree up. Yes. Finally, he shows up with his wife. He's an ER doctor, and we find out that they are expecting. Yes, that was cute. And then she tells her brother, like, there's this theme of her being very unsettled. And so Mm -hmm. she tells her brother how unsettled she is. It's like the fifth person she's told, we get it, you're unsettled. You need to find something. Um, And then the designer drops out for the trees. Which we saw that coming. Of course. I do feel like they were like, why would she commit to this if she knew she couldn't do it? I'm like, yes, these are the questions I would be asking as well. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'd be like, but why did she say she was going to do it if she couldn't do it this whole time? Seven days before Christmas. (laughs) Right, yes. So uh, Luke and Darcy go downtown to pick up some Christmas trees while her mom tries to handle the designer debacle. Um, Luke asks, he asks her repeatedly, do you need help? Do you need help? Do you need help? And she basically destroys the Christmas tree lot. Right. Yeah, she does. She knocks everything over. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, he asks her why she's so reluctant to get, to ask for help or to be, um, you know, just, just to, yeah, just to ask for help. And she comes, like, we see a little bit into her, like, she acknowledges that she's had like life pretty easy because her dad's so wealthy and we find out that like you know she did work for his company for a while and when it was time for a promotion she knew that if she took that promotion no one was ever going to respect her in that position because um she would they would be like you just got this position because of who you are and so she's really been battling that that's really good self-awareness on her part Mm -hmm. um i think like you know what i mean like that she was like yeah that she she wants to make it very clear that everything she gets she's earned right I don't think a lot of people would be that well and I I had a hard time with how obstinate she was until she explained that I'm like would you just calm down he's just asking to help with the we let him help with the trees 
Yeah. You know? And I don't know. I was like, I get, I get where she was coming from there. I'm like, yeah, I would want, I would, that would be my big thing. I would want to know, everyone to know that I deserve this. Right. Not- and yeah, when she, when she explained it, I was like, oh, okay. But yeah. then she, I loved it because next she breaks up the conference with her partners. Yes. Um, and I love the that. The assistant patches her into that meeting that the partners were having without her. Yep. Um, and she's like, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. And, and <laughs> the one thing, why, why is just, I know why only one partner is talking because they'd have to pay the other ones. A different Correct. Right. But everyone should have talked. I mean, yeah. it's like, is it Austin's gang of people? Yeah. Well, because the rest of them were like just nodding their heads. Like, right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so you're all terrible people. All of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then there's kind of a break, uh, a breakthrough because um, Darcy, uh, well, they realize Darcy realizes that the store owner would be the greatest designer. Yes, the one with the tree. Yeah. But yeah. when Darcy realizes that she needs um, Luke for his truck, I thought that was a breakthrough because she was finally help, you know, asking Did someone else ask, for help. Yeah, for help. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, they go, of course, we have a Christmas festival. Yeah. Well, so like he's like, well, if you're not doing anything. So you're seeing a little sparks here, mm-hmm. you know, after they she gets the he gets the tree for her because she had mentioned that she wanted to go to these Pemberley carols before. Right. And so and he was like, let's go to let's do these Pemberley carols. And then so she's talking big time about these roasted chest, chestnuts. Have you ever had roasted chestnuts? I have not. Me either. This Maybe. would be a good time do that <laughs> well no maybe we should do that for next christmas we'll roast some chestnuts yeah, i think we should let's do that i don't know how to do it but me neither so while they're at the pemberley carols for the roasted chestnuts man's gotta she's gotta knock that off her bucket list apparently um they sit underneath the mistletoe again yeah but they have a good conversation there because luke talks about his dad and the dream of opening yeah. a restaurant darcy talks yeah. about carl um yeah. and so they really start to open up to each other and right. and then there's the playfulness of the mistletoe yes because yeah. kaylee We're walks by and says look you guys are sitting under the mistletoe right and he yeah. still doesn't know what it means he still doesn't know what it means but Darcy like says Darcy says something really nice to Luke. She says, "You're every ounce the man that your dad was." And yeah. then she kisses him on the cheek, and they walk away hand in hand, which I thought was really, really cute. Yeah, so you're definitely seeing some sparks here. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then after Luke brings in the decorations, they're back home. He stays to help decorate the Christmas tree, which I thought was really <gasps> sweet. Well, Carl gives them the evil eye the whole time. Like, do they not notice that Carl's are just two feet away from them, staring at them menacingly? The family Christmas tree, though, Carl wasn't there. Oh, remember? You're right, you're right, right. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, because it was just like it was just the family, and and so he stays and he helps decorate. But then they start brainstorming ideas about how to sell tickets because right, ticket yeah. sales are down. Are down because they everybody had heard that that lady bailed out on the party. Right. But then at the very end, when they're drinking cocoa, standing around the tree, when they light the tree up and that look that he gives Darcy, like he looks at her for the first time, like, oh, you know, you're really we could do this. This is that's that first longingly look that he has for her. Yeah. Yeah. In her work life, too, she keeps trying to get a hold of some of her clients. Yeah. Yeah. 
namely like this guy named Mark, who's like her most important client, probably the most important client to the, her whole business. Right. And she's not been able to get through. Um, is this where they talk about coming up with the idea for an email blast? Um, I think so. Yeah. I so, just feel like, oh no, that's the next. Okay. The email blast. How often has that been the answer to these Hallmark problems? <laughs> <laughs> An email blast is always like, I know what we're going to do. We're going to do an email blast. Okay. Like one of these days at work, I'm going to be like, we're going to do an email blast. Yeah. We do that all the time at work. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So, um, and then you're right. The secretary had called to tell Darcy that her other partners are poaching her clients. Yeah. Um, And Darcy's obviously very upset, but Luke tells Darcy when he sees her that some of us still know your worth. I love that line. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So, um, mom has to go, Gloria, she has to go to the Pemberley League meeting to talk down the board. Um, right. And, they won't cancel. Yeah. Darcy and Luke go and pick up the banner, and they hear the kids singing. Um, and that that was awesome. And that's and when that's they did we, decide about the email. Yeah, and they decide to put the kids in the email blast. Yeah. How can you say no to these little faces? Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, like you said, she's trying to call her client, but he's not returning her calls. Um, and then they're, you know, they're pulling everything together, getting the email blast together. And I love that part where he still hasn't come up with a name for his restaurant. And then she names it. She goes, what about Luke's table? Yeah. And he, she's like, you're pretty mad right now that you didn't think of this, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, I had some ideas. Yeah. And then we have the every movie snowball fight. Yep. But yep. you know how I feel about snow and the sunshine. Yeah, I know. Well, and it's pretty, it's pretty like a lame one. They're like, they're trying to carry stuff in and he throws something at her and then he's trying to carry stuff and she throws stuff at him and Listen, it's a little. If I'm in a snowball fight, I'm setting stuff down and someone's getting a black eye. <laughs> I can see that about you. That's, yeah. that's how that's going. And you can ask yeah. my wife. She has oh, ran sure. from me on I don't know how many occasions. Oh my gosh, you guys are a Hallmark movie. <laughs> no, I don't think we're more of a Lifetime movie. <laughs> All right. Um, so ever um, they're decorating the trees, um, and they they call her secretary calls and says, "Look, you've got to come back to the office." Yeah. And then they decide that Mark Spencer is the key to this entire thing. Because Austin has been stealing her clients. Yeah. Like, she's calling all of Darcy's clients and, uh, like, telling them we don't even know what. But they're, like, switching over to Austin. Right. That's Um, really, that's maniacal for Hallmark, don't you think? It is. It's nasty. Yeah. So, and they didn't even, like, they didn't even resolve that. Because usually they resolve it and everybody's happy and everybody's okay. Yeah. But they didn't even do that. So, um... You know, it's it's night, and Darcy and her dad are in the kitchen talking, and they're talking about her work. And her dad says her work is not just about the job. It's about the footprint that you want to leave behind. Yeah. So I think that's, Which, a, that's, right? yeah. that's what's bothering her so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Luke and Darcy are at her, are at his restaurant, and they're working on the food. Um, she tells him that she thinks he's amazing. Do you notice yeah. that whenever she starts, every single movie she does, whenever she starts, like, talking intently to her love interest, her eyes start fluttering? 
Yes, you told me. That. Yeah, you mentioned that before, and I, I have you know. noticed it. Yeah, I'm like, I wonder if that's like a choice, or she does that. In, she must do that in real life, right? I bet she like, does. I'm like gonna start fluttering my eyes when people are stressing me out. <laughs> <laughs> but then her friend says, um, her friend Kaylee says to her, "You know, I've noticed a light in you since you've been home." Yes. And she says this is about you have feelings for Luke. Yeah. And Darcy protests. She's like, no, I don't. Right. Me. You got somebody else. You got the wrong girl. (laughs) (laughs) So it's the day of the big to do. And um, they have no one to serve. Yeah. Really well. Because he tries not to. He's like on the phone and he's like, yeah, everything's fine. And then Glory walks by and he's like, everything's not fine. We don't have any servers. What are we going to do? <laughs> so they decide to end up getting the kids to serve. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those poor kids. All, all they thought they were doing was uh, singing some songs. Singing yeah. a little bit. They didn't know they were waiting. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Walk around with their nerves. Hey, and their hair, getting, Lacey and her mom getting their hair and makeup ready, that was a serious ordeal. Yes, it was. I was like, this This is how we know we're their high society. Right. That was yeah. legit. Yeah, I mean, for the, sure. they should have been sharing a mirror trying to get ready. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she had, what did you think of, of, of Darcy's dress? I thought it was okay. Yeah. It's not the best red dress I've seen her in. No. So, no, but it was a red dress. And so I approved. Yeah. We know that yeah. no one's going to beat Rachel Boston's red dress. No. But listen, he's had a couple good red dresses. Lacey, Lacey herself. Yes. Did you? I look like Luke was wearing like a dark blue tuxedo. Really? Yeah, it didn't look black to me. I couldn't nail it down though. It looked. It was a weird color. I thought. Maybe that was the height of fashion in 2018. Maybe it was. It. And I didn't have a lot of opportunities to see anybody in tuxes in 2018. No. <laughs> okay. So, um, and then, they, so they're at the party, and who walks up? But Mark Spencer. Yeah, I know. Like, how did he, he came all the way to Ohio just to see her? And he's wearing a tux, and yeah. I hope like he, he donated. Like, yeah, I know. I'm sure he did. Okay. Think, yeah. I hope so, because that was a little weird. I'm just going to walk yeah. in here, say what I have to say, and walk out. <laughs> yeah. So they, like, they, uh, yeah, exactly. He's like, we're fine. I'm, I'm following you wherever. I'm like, you could have, this could have been a phone call. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This didn't need to be an in-person at this party. This guy must have money to burn. He just fly well, into places. He said he had been off the grid with his family. Sure. And uh, now he just shows up in Ohio. Yeah. So that part is good. Yeah. Um, she's pumped. So her, she decides to dance with Luke because she's like feeling good. Mm-hmm. She's feeling good. And she's going to tell him something. But then as we like to do in these Hallmark movies, somebody has to break up that dance. Right. So, and why don't these people just say no? Yeah, I know. I mean, the Carl's, worst, the worst is winter in Vail. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's a true story. But so Carl comes up. He's like, I need to talk to you right now. Like, no, you don't need to talk to her. He right said, now. but he did say your mom needs to talk to you. Oh, that's right. Your mom needs to talk. And to honestly, you. if someone walked up to me and said, your mom needs to talk to you, I'd be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is it? Mother? Yeah. <laughs> and she goes into the kitchen and she's like, what is it? What do you need? And he's like, I just needed to talk to you because we yeah. make sense together. Oh my gosh. We what make a tool. sense together. You, 
Yeah, you invoke the, the name of my mother, and then you're just trying to hit on me? What's well, because going on that's what you want. You want the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with to say to you, we make sense together. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's hot and heavy. Yeah, yeah. We make Talk sense about Sweep me off my feet. Yeah. And she says, we, no, we deserve love. You deserve yeah. love. I de- we deserve to be happy. But, but Luke, Luke overhears only the part where he's saying we make sense together. Yes. And he's like, oh, that's right. They do make sense together because they're both rich and they both are investors. Don't you just want to <laughs> be behind these people and smack them and yes. say, listen to the rest of the conversation. Right. Listen, if you're going to eavesdrop, do the whole eavesdropping. Eavesdrop on everything. Right. Not just the part that you want to hear. So so he, like, runs away. Yes. Luke, like, Luke runs away. Well, he talks right? to his brother, and he gets his coat, and he leaves. And so, in the meantime, Darcy talks to her dad, and she says, I, I will come on board with you, but I have a lot of demands. Yes. So she wants to emphasize fundraising. She wants to do things her her way. And so her dad obviously wholeheartedly agrees. Yep. Um, Darcy goes to find Luke. And, you know, her his brother says he would never leave an event, but he's not answering his phone. But there he is out front. Um, yeah. And he finally knows about mistletoe. Yeah. But that she kisses him and doesn't hear the story. So. Right. He's trying to tell her and she like lays one on him. That's right. for sure. Yeah. So what did you think about that kiss? Um, it was okay. What did you think? It was okay. Yeah. It was just, it was okay. I would, like as a director, I mean, the, the, you would have to, these Hallmark movies, the entire movie leads up to the kiss. Right. right. And if that kiss is not like drop dead, it's almost right. a serious letdown. Yeah, I agree. Yep. And yep. when they kissed each other, I mean, it was a great, it was framed really well. Yeah. Um, they both looked spectacular. It was snowing. Yeah. And then it was just like, oh, cute little kiss. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I've been on this train for the last two hours. Oh, two hours, right. We're not asking for a lot here. No. <laughs> no. We're just asking for a good kiss. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's talk about... Uh, the coziness. What did you think? Okay. Um, I did not find this one to be overly cozy. Neither did I. No. I mean, it had all the Christmas stuff, but I felt the house was a little cold. Yeah, yeah. It, it, those big houses are always going to feel a little impersonal to me. Yeah. It's impersonal never translates to cozy for me. No, I agree 100%. And that's exactly how it felt. Yeah. Um, what about, do you think that they would stay together? I do think so because I mean she's moving back home, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they, I mean they've they've had this long relationship for this whole time, and um, I think that they would stay together. What do you think? I do too. They have a strong history. Um, I do like that they didn't put in, you know, they've always been meant to be together. I, right. You know, that's fine. We don't need that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do think they would stay together. Uh, I think that they were champions for each other which i really liked yeah they seem to really get along well like well they, they brought like a, they attempted to bring the best out of the other person and they really yeah. listened to the other person yeah and i, I think agree those are two really good factors yeah. um and then the kiss we talked about what just, would you give it 
Like a two. Yeah, I was thinking like a three or four. Just because it's Lacey, I wanted to give her something, but... Right. Yeah. Can you think of a movie where she gave a really good kiss? Because I can't right now. No. Was Christmas in Rome pretty good? I thought that those two did have a little bit of chemistry. Yeah. Because, I mean, when we, when we talk about the kiss, we really just mean the chemistry between them. Yeah. You know? And I thought that, yeah, I, I do think Christmas in Rome, that there was some good chemistry there. Uh, Royal Christmas, did you think that there was good chemistry there? Yeah, but let's not talk about that yet. Let's not talk about that one yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's our next one. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, I think you're right. We're talking about, like, it's, I either feel like it's a bumper car situation where they're, like, you know, Smashing smack and, yeah. and they're apart, or it's, you know, there's chemistry, and I don't know, I think that's part of good acting, too. And I yeah. think you can, if you're acting with another person that you get along with really well, you can, that comes through. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, would this get a snow globe? Hmm. This one for me, no. I don't think it might. It would not get one for me either. No, because. No, and I, I think we're both on record of saying anything Lacey Chaubert is in automatically gets a snow globe. I think we do. So, I've been very <laughs> about this because I'm like, we have promised. It has, if it's Lacey, <laughs> then it gets a snow globe. And then I was like. I just thought, and the funny thing was when we talked about seeing, watching this one, I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And then I'm like, oh my God, I've seen this before, like three times. It's not been something that has been memorable to me. Right. At all. Yeah. Yeah. What do you. Well, and this is one that I'll, like, during Christmas time, I'll leave it on in the background if it's on. Sure. And because, you know, Hallmark just stays on in our house. Yeah. But. Like you normally with other movies that I've done that with, when I actually sit down and watch them, I will pick up on different things. And I did yeah. not pick up on anything new here. It wasn't, no. it was good. It was good because it had Lacey in. And like I said, sure. I will watch anything with Lacey Chabert in it, but it just, it didn't hit the mark for me. It was not one of my favorites. No. Nope. But it was still good. Yep. It was still not good. Not good enough for. Not good enough for a snow globe, though. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so our next one is um, A Royal Christmas. Yes. Which I'm excited because that has Lacey Chabert in it, too. Yeah. Um, And unfortunately, until we get out of this mess that we're in, I mean, we might try to do drinks or something later, but it's a little hard right now with both of us. It is, yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. With both of even though we're only like 10 minutes away from each other. I know, but we gotta, I mean, we're taking this seriously when we're talking about not, oh. like, social distancing and stuff like that, right? You know, I haven't seen seen my parents since all this started, and I have not done that my entire life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're in major withdrawals right now because they see Cooper every day. Yeah, I was just thinking about them this morning, like... What, what they're, I'm sure you're FaceTiming them all the time. and We FaceTime like four or five times a day. And, yeah. Oh God, my mom, I think she started crying yesterday. It was terrible. But I mean, having said all of that, I am incredibly grateful that we are quarantined in our home 
and that we have groceries and that we have food because I know everyone's not as lucky as that. No, agreed. And I, I, when I start to feel anxious and I start to feel overwhelmed, I sit back and I look at what I have that I'm here with my family and that we're safe. And And be grateful. Yes. I'm so grateful for that. And I just thank you again to the people that have to go out and do things for us. Because we really, really appreciate it. Yes, we do. So, moving forward, um, just everybody stay safe. Hey, real quick, though, I know a lot of people are at home, and so they're probably on, you know, social media bunch, and... On, uh, they're, they're watching a lot of things. I mean, we're getting to the point where all we can do is just watch TV. Right. Uh, so if you guys have any special requests that you would like to make or listen, it doesn't have to be Hallmark even. Like we talked about doing a Netflix one. We've done one Lifetime one. If And bonus points if it's something that anybody can get access to. Like yeah. that's We definitely want it to be something that um, isn't hard to get so that you guys can uh, follow along with us. Well, and then there's Jules on uh, Twitter. She actually uh, listed several for us, so I'll send those to you. Oh, great. Yeah. And then we can figure out maybe one or two of those that we can do as well. And we recorded a couple from this weekend, so... Yeah. We'll have it. you guys can And too. Spring Fling starts next Saturday. Oh, that's right. Okay. And that looks... I, I love that song that they're using on the commercials. That used to be one of my favorite songs when I was in junior high, maybe? Oh, yeah? I don't know. But we've yeah. been asking Alexa to play it a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. So, everyone, stay inside if you can. Stay safe. Um... Hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook if you have anything you want to hear. Uh, we will be trying online teaching for the first time tomorrow. So, uh, oh my God. Wish us luck. Wish us luck. Yeah. I'm so nervous. I'm sh- I don't know about you. Yeah. When we get done here, I'm going to record my lesson for tomorrow and then I'm going to do a Google meet, I think, sometime tomorrow. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Wish us luck and we will talk to everybody soon. Be safe. Be healthy. See you soon.